Hello, this is Chris O'Regan, and you're listening to The Sausage Factory. episode I chat to Raja Odhar of Gamatronics about their FPS VR action adventure game Speedy Gun Savage. Almost called it Speedy Gonzalez because that's an old really not particularly PC cartoon character from many 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 years ago but no it's Speedy Gun Savage and I did probably call it the other name during the show. I apologize for that if you do hear me say that. It's very easy to do. But Raja has been making games for a very, very long time. Fascinating history. Fascinating talk. I found it thoroughly entertaining. I found Raja thoroughly entertaining. I hope you do too. And I could go on and on about this, but um, hey, well, let's, just, let's just go and listen to me from the past. About six weeks ago or so. So let's do that. Chris. If you'd be so kind. Rajat. Hey. Who are you and what do you do? Uh, I am a gamer first uh, and then a game developer and then the CEO of Gametronics. And so that's who I am. And uh, what I do, I, uh, I do everything what nobody wants to do in the company, you know. Uh, so I, I take care of uh, all the decision making, which are generally hard, and uh, I take care of uh, all the you know uh, budgetary things and uh, making sure that everybody understands what the company you know uh, wants and uh, what's the company's vision. And at the same time, I design games whenever I can. And the, the decent game which we did has been designed by me because uh, I always thought that I wanted to create something like Doom, at least, you know, give it a try, you know. Um, so, yeah, so that, that that's what I usually do. So, 
So yeah. you're, you're both staring at spreadsheets a lot. Oh, so yeah, that was the, that was the discussion recently. Like you know, uh, that I'm that those one of those unlucky ones who's spending more time in PowerPoint and Excel sheet rather than in the game these days. Yeah, you no, know? yeah, but you know, <laughs> so, it's, someone's yeah. got to yell at the accountants, haven't they? Someone's got to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Somebody someone's got to, to you know pay the pay the rent somehow and etc. Someone's <laughs> got to do all of those things. So, yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's a thankless job, but someone's got to do it. You know. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. You, you've got you've got your Gantt chart and go see that milestone. See <laughs> that is not movable. It's just, you know, so all those effort behind it, it's squeezing to that milestone. What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You're yeah. that you're that yeah. guy. Although thankfully, yeah, I'm, I'm that best, guy. Yeah. I, I wasn't that guy before, but uh, I was like I was a hardcore uh, AI coder, and you know. Uh, you know uh, all that kind of thing, but uh-huh. uh, unfortunately, now now the team is big, the vision is big. Uh, you know we are uh, kind of ready to take on the world. Uh, so that is the mission. So of course, you know uh, I had to delegate the other tasks to people who are better than you know I ever was. <laughs> yeah. yes, that's that's the thing. You know, a bit of humility, but also. I mean, the best producers never actually make reference to the program at all. They're just like, it's a thing, a tool I'm using. But I'll just say, <laughs> see this thing you're doing there? You know you told right. me it take me, you take you two weeks. I know it's <laughs> going to take you two months, but I know exactly. you said two weeks. So I'm going to assume it's two months. I'm not going to tell you that because you're going to actually take two months to do it. <laughs> because, exactly. Because if you, tell exactly. Someone, if you tell someone they've got two weeks to do something, they will take two weeks to do it. <laughs> anyway, it's true because you're human. Anyway, um, yeah. so how did you make your start making video games? Oh, so um, yeah, pretty good story there, which is not so Indian uh, here. So I got my first access to uh, video games in 1989, you know, when video games were not a thing in India, you know, um, but I got my Atari uh, from Dubai. Uh, and uh, so uh, I got access to the games and all those kind of things, which kind of, you know, uh, I always used to think like how the hell this whole TV thing is actually I'm controlling because back in those days, even to change a channel or something, you need to literally go to the TV and switch things, right? And uh, coming from that kind of world, you know, suddenly I was controlling my car, characters and all those kind of things. And it was like, unbelievable feeling you know and then um, during that time i bought a couple of other uh, you know consoles also started playing pitfall which, which was a, uh, a great game um, and um, then uh, what happened was that i got into engineering college and uh, i i got hooked to two games uh, one was doom and another one was jazz jackrabbit if you remember that game you know, a uh, beautiful, uh, you know, epic uh, game back in uh, 1993, yeah. um Yeah, one of the most celebrated DOS platformers ever made. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and it was like pretty fast-paced and all that. And the best part was that game was not done in C++. That game was done in Pascal. Uh, so... Uh, I always thought like I had more command over Pascal than C++ back in those days. And I wanted to create something using Pascal. So uh, 
my college project was a game called Sea Dogs, which was more like Doom, top-down Doom, but written in Pascal. And then I released that game on Ernet, you know, which was the education research network, you know, uh, which used to connect all the big universities and colleges across the world back in those days was when internet was still a luxury, especially in India. And uh, close to 70,000 downloads happened and I got mails from, you know, all all people around the globe and suddenly it was pretty uh, interesting thing and that I still have that game and I still cherish that you know I nice best thing is it's still playable you know uh, it, you know it doesn't screw the frame rate or anything like that so uh, and so yeah and IBM picked me up and into their smallest division which was basically focusing on media and technology and that's how the whole thing started and since then i've been working with some of the big corporates some of the you know uh, unknown ones but yeah uh, uh, always been making games i worked on the absolute initial uh, games on pocket pcs when toshiba released their pocket pc i was their gtd global technology director and uh, we made games on absolute early days of Wi-Fi back in 1998, and uh, and those two uh, those games were multiplayer. You know, uh, like you can actually play uh, on pocket PC versus the guy playing on their laptop, the Shiba's laptop. And uh, we worked on that technology called MediaNet, which was using the early days of Wi-Fi and all those. And uh, I worked on uh, the tech stack there, especially focusing on AI and at the same time, networking part of it. And uh, yeah, so that's how the whole thing started. Work with, uh, you know, uh, the casino uh, industry, worked a lot with defense, uh, you know, simulation, especially using Unreal and CryEngine, uh, you know, back in those days and uh, pretty much uh, worked on every single weapon which exists in the world, worked on pretty much every single tank, you know, uh, you know, which exists in the world, uh, the unmanned aerial vehicles, a pretty cool, you know, boy toys kind of thing. I used to play around with weapons a lot. If you see my Instagram, my weapons are like, you know, so I used to play with every single thing, the MMGs and all those kind of things. So lived a pretty good life in the you know overall game industry right from making games developing games managing games and simulation uh, you know um so yeah uh great ride so far right well that's definitely cutting edge stuff you know like you're doing things before everyone else is doing them and that's always frustrating because you're just like <laughs> do you have any idea how important this is this will never catch on you know and then <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, fifteen fifteen times. years later, I went. This is amazing. Like, yes, I was telling you this fifteen <laughs> years ago, but exactly. Okay, th- thanks, thanks, you... thanks for that. But you just <laughs> you just got to bite your tongue, haven't you? And go, yes, it's it's just so innovate innovative. No one's ever. Done. Oh, <laughs> you just, you just you're start. absolutely right. Because in IBM, we actually worked on this whole voice controlled games and stuff like that back in 1996, 97, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, you know, and then like, like who the hell is going to do that? Right? Yeah. And, and then, now... then Nintendo released something in 2004, it's... I think it was. And yes. A little, a little, yeah. I can't what it was called, beginning with O, it was like <laughs> Odima or something like that, where you had a little microphone yeah. and a little yeah. controller and you go move forward. 
<laughs> and in like a little troop would move forward. Yeah. Move forward. It was really clunky yeah. and right. it wasn't very good, but it was a thing. Yeah. But uh, it was yeah. a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I've got to stream that actually because I do have a copy of that. I'm going to stream that anyway. Really wonderful <laughs> history, and it might and it answers a lot of lot of uh, the second well, my, the dreaded third question. Regular listeners will know about the dreaded third question. It's not a you know controversial one. It's just difficult to answer. In a, but mm-hmm. I have to ask it because you make mm-hmm. stuff, and if mm-hmm. you make stuff, typically one if you're a creator. You're influenced by something. So mm-hmm. my question to you is, you can ask this personally or mm-hmm. on behalf of um, ga- Gametronics. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your biggest influences? Uh, okay. Um, so, uh, simple answer probably, you know, for me. Uh, Doom has been uh, the biggest influence in my life, you know, uh, Overall, uh, the entire team, you know, uh, John Romero, um, you know, uh, John Karamark, and, uh, you know, Adrian Karamark, uh, you know, and all these guys, even Michael Brash, you know, uh, I, I read, uh, I read about them a lot, you know. Uh, uh, Doom is one game, probably, which just, you know, uh, changed my life completely and made sure that if i had to do anything in my life it's gonna be games even if i feel like uh, you know million times i'll still make games uh because uh doom for me was more of a celebration rather than just a game you know uh it was because the minute i actually get into uh doom i always thought like you know uh you know uh i'm in some sort of rock concert you know and uh, i always wanted to be a rock star though so you know so you know uh, uh that, that was uh, really really uh, you know and i read about the history i know each and every you know uh like level like uh I knew each and every, you know, uh, uh, enemies, their strength. I can actually, you know, uh, there was a time I could actually uh, suggest people what to do next over the phone call, you know, uh, especially in Doom. You know, so I lived that game, I like literally, you know, and uh, uh, so that was kind of the biggest influence, like, and especially in India when gaming was not a thing at all. And a guy who was destined to be a doctor, because I come from a medical family and uh, I started there also, but I jumped out and did engineering just because, you know, I wanted to uh, be or understand, you know, how the games were done. But Doom was kind of the biggest influence in my life. And uh, fortunately, you know, even this game, the one we released, Speedy Gun Savage, I took Tons of inputs from John Romero, you know, and he was always very kind enough to share his, you know, uh, uh, his feedback, you know, regardless of how big or, you know, but yeah, I had like, you know, I, I kept on meeting him. So it's always very inspiring also at the same time that the guys you at one level, you know, you looked up to them. And then uh, later you're like literally sitting with them, having dinner with them and talking with them and discussing your plans and your stuff with them. So that's kind of, you know, that again is kind of, I would say, you know, uh, like coming from India and all those, you know, thing, it was like a big uh, achievement in itself for me. Uh, I always 
you know a friend how humble and uh, other things you know so now he is in ireland of course so he's uh, in your region you know lucky uh, but yeah so so yeah so doom has always been the biggest inspiration for me i i i love a lot of indie games i follow uh, you know a journey is another game which i you know i i think you know if i make game like journey i'll pretty much retire you know uh because well, but some uh, of them did because it took a lot out of uh, that game company uh, they, oh yeah, I mean, they were they were it was uh, it was uh, hmm. it was in development hell uh, for whatever better phrase mm. awful phrase mm-hmm. but it basically no one really believed this is going to work this is absurd exactly. no one's going to buy this is just awful this is I mean the the, the fallout <laughs> between I mean I'm I'm picking this up there was wasn't that quite that yeah. bad but a big fallout yeah. between all the main people making uh, it because of main, like yeah Jennifer Chan and the lady uh, yeah I remember that. yeah. Yeah, it yeah, just didn't, uh, didn't no, uh, no. and now it's one of the most celebrated pieces of uh, games ever made. It's a masterpiece. It's, it's it a is. masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I mean and, uh, look at Fez. Mm-hmm. Look what it did to you know. <laughs> Fez. Absolutely, Gen- genderless character. Yeah. Music, music driving the entire game. The multi multiplayer so yeah. abstract. You know, yeah. uh, like what, what, why is the world rotating? Why? Why is it? I just, why is he wearing a hat? <laughs> and you know. what is the purpose you know and, uh, so uh, yeah, what, people what, like you know figuring out what you're going to do you know yeah, what's the I'm bell not fighting for? anyone yeah what's the <laughs> yeah. bell for well exactly what are you for <laughs> huh how about that yeah. <laughs> you know, it just gets yeah. weirder and weirder it's yeah. a fabulous game but no it's a it's, a, it's, a, it's a masterpiece for me you know so yeah. my 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 frustration is that why can't i think like that i know uh, I know. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, why, why don't I have that kind of sense? Yeah. And, you know, why aren't I completely mad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why am I after pop culture? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. Um, no, it's a fantastic response to that question. So basically being inspired by the, 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 the art of it, the actual mm-hmm. act of the creation of it itself is, yeah. is a laudable thing. And I, I, I recognise that. So good stuff. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. I think I know the answer to this next question, but I mm-hmm. might I might get a different answer. Who knows? But this is it. Mm-hmm. If it is, is what developer do you most admire in the industry and why? What developer overall? Um, um, could be a company. A... Could be a person. I don't mind. Oh, okay. So uh, again, you know, I kind of. Like the that game company the most probably you know mm. as a company as a studio yeah. because every single thing they've done uh, nothing is short of like you know any masterpiece or anything less than I can't even like like I, even like Rockstar uh, I I like that company I like their attention yeah. to details and stuff like that what they do with Red Dead Redemption and even like Eleanor GTA's and all the games but they. Still have some awful game in the past, right? So, uh, you know, uh, but again, I'm not judging, I'm not comparing because no, no, no. pretty much all, all all the game companies, you know, they have something um, really, really uh, amazing, you know, story or there's stuff and you know, all that. I I like that game company uh, the most, I would say, because uh, the way they approach things and the, the way they, even their mobile game, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's so damn good. Uh, flow was great. Flower was great. You know, every single game. So, again, you know, I, I, I respect them a lot. Uh, you know, uh, Rockstar, probably the most pop culture company I like. 
it was my you know favorite back then but then bethesda acquired and uh, i i don't like the you know corporatization of the whole it game company back in those days kind of you know when it was like kind of saying indie type you know uh, yeah so yeah so at various times i have different different you know uh, this thing but uh, i would say uh, that game company is something you know genova chen is someone i if i take birth again probably i would like to be someone like him uh, largely because uh, you know of the way he thinks and the way they address you know you know their games and they go forward so there but uh, in pop culture world i think rockstar is definitely uh, another like i i just you know can't understand you know the amount of you know details they actually capture even their dialogues you know i i keep hearing those over and over again and played several time to see that you know uh, they don't get so repeated you know uh, the random talks and conversation that you know the radio stations are very cheeky you know very quirky you know uh, so yeah uh, i think you know these are some of the you know uh, i i i like hello games also largely because you know uh, how they stayed behind their shitty game what they released and how awesome they eventually made it you know it's it's like you know bringing customer and your players into the central picture yeah you know and supporting a game which was not a game but was a tech demo Yeah. when got released but uh, like it's again you know it's it's okay uh, sometimes when you release a, you know a, not okay though but it can happen with anyone like yeah. you release a shitty game and you just abandon most yeah. of the studios like ea and all these guys ea is like again if you ask me the worst company i would definitely i know yeah. clear answer to yeah. clear answer to that you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you know but they they abandon you know uh, so hello game never abandoned and uh, they just you know literally supported till the very end and today it's it's a great game yeah you know, it's not uh, in day isn't it it's a very very different experience and the they, yeah. the fact that they put it into vr as well really helped yeah um, and it's it's a great experience in vr you know yeah. so 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 again you know so it's so respect you know uh, yeah. again you know, if i had to categorize uh, then that game company that game largely company. because what yeah. because yes they are pop culture rockstar respect hello games yeah you know, yeah uh, excellent yeah. yeah yeah i mean for me uh, 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 that game company i remember it was at e3 2012 i think it was mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and a friend of mine said oh you know that game company is set up at stand outside the staple center are they <laughs> why yeah <laughs> i don't know they're just they're just are cuz they're just trying to drum up interest for journey cuz they got no confidence in it they're kidding yeah. right yeah i know yeah. so i went out there and i actually got a t-shirt from them Uh-huh. And I still got it. Still oh, really? Got it. Wow. <laughs> it's one of the most treasured yeah. gaming T-shirts. You know, we've all got them, right? But that one's my favourite. It's really... It's got Journey on the yeah. front of it. It's great. It's great. So right. people go, where did you get that from? Well, <laughs> Staples Centre, yeah. Los Angeles. That's where I got it from. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. 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 And I like, the, I like the name of the studio also, That Game Company. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's That Game Company really? thing. I, yeah. I can't remember the name. It's That Game Company thing. 
Yeah, that's the name. No, that's right. It's, that, that what was it called? That game? You know what? Actually, what's it actually called? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. La- uh, last question. Last question. And this one, we I kind of have to ask you because we're on a video game podcast. Mm-hmm. Is um, what are you playing right now? Ah, so I'm I'm playing um, uh, It Takes Two with oh. my son. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, let me tell you, it's so much fun, especially uh, fathers and bonding. You know, uh, of course, it's about the husband and wife, but yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, you know, um, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a brilliant game. Uh, so and, that, and people that. yell about the book, like, no, he makes <laughs> the book, makes the game. That's, you know, if, yeah. it, if it wasn't there, it'd be too, too serious. You know, so yep. you, you yep. need that. You need that sour sort of like. Uh, right. Look, aren't we all being very earnest? Aren't we? Huh? Huh? So, <laughs> so I bought uh, Resident Evil uh, Village and Eternal both, okay. and uh, I'm I'm gonna finish. Uh, uh, it takes two today, most probably, yeah. with my because uh, we are anyways kind of staying uh, at home, and you know, and uh, tomorrow probably I'll jump on the um, you know uh, village. And okay. uh, then I'll then I'll go to Returnal for sure. I played Returnal a bit, you know, and uh, then again we had to finish this. It takes two, so uh, I just and like my son is always like he's he's uh, you know he's going to university, and before that I need to spend you know most of my time with him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big 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 moment. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just um, they'll, they'll do whatever they do. Kind of thing, exactly. you know. Exactly. Yeah, I got, I got to get to tell my, my brother that because it's like he, my son is like he's like he's eleven. He's like he's just not like me. I said no, he's his own person. It's okay. <laughs> it's absolutely right. Why has he got no interest in motorcycles? Because he's his own person. That's why. <laughs> yeah, he's got his own personality, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like most of the people were asking me, like, why your son is not joining the game course? He come on, he comes from your family. I said, like, come on, I did, I didn't become a doctor, right? So I come from a doctor's family. So he yeah. he has to yeah. choose his own things, right? So whatever he likes. I mean, yeah. for, for worse for me, I was one of the first people in my family for many generations to get a degree. And oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And it was just oh, like wow. so. I'm calling my my parents up and explaining to them. You know, they need mm-hmm. to come. They need to come to graduation. Why? <laughs> it's because I said yeah. Look, it's it's like a wedding without the fighting. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, so true. <laughs> it is. It's it's. They, they they were quite like, what's with all these gowns? Oh, what's it? <laughs> well, can't I can't get my certificate without this stupid hat? It's just the rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> anyway, but no, I mean. And turn... what game, by the way? What game are you playing? Well, apart from Speedy Gun Savage, oh, um, I had to you. do that. See, there you go. Hey, see, yeah. um, I am playing a lot of tabletop RPGs because I do like those. Oh, nice! I'm a big fan nice. of those. I'm running Absolutely two. I'm running two D and D games at the moment, and I'm playing in a game called Spire. Which is uh-huh. a weird, weird sort of. Uh, really, I can't describe it. It's just really. You play a dark elf in this big tower that's been taken over wow. by by elves, and you just basically cause chaos. It's very fun. Uh, uh-huh. And video game wise, I've just I've just started uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. 
on okay yeah on that, P- that's beautiful game actually yeah on ps5 yeah. i went, I went right, the ps5 yeah. version because i can and uh, right. but it's it's quite a lot to it there's a lot of content there's a lot it's a classic yeah. ubisoft and foolishly yeah. i started it after i finished assassin's creed valhalla that was dumb <laughs> mm-hmm. no i never it, played that because it was yeah. made by the same group like oh damn so <laughs> anyway but yeah, it's, it's yeah. the beauty it's, it's, it is a beautiful game but i'm holding off getting the housemark game i find mm-hmm. it quite amusing people going why is it so hard i'm like have you played <laughs> a housemark game right. before have you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> clearly not clearly you haven't right. but uh right. and also another game i'm currently streaming is steel battalion okay yeah the, um, the one with the I've... ridiculous controller the size right. of a small child uh yeah. I'm, I'm streaming that at the moment and that's classic capcom my friend in other words yeah. ridiculously yeah. hard because <laughs> they made ghosts yeah. and goblins they made ghosts yeah. and goblins never forget that Okay, that's, yeah, uh, they're, they're unapologetic about their difficulty of their games. Right. <laughs> I used to play Pathfinder a lot. I used to run a community around it in oh, uh, really? in Bay Area. Right. You know, when I was there. So yeah. it's it's good. It's good. Uh, yeah, but, uh, decent, Pathfinder's yeah. a bit crunchy for me now these days. Mm-hmm. I prefer I prefer the more narrative stuff these days. Anyway, right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's end the part. Let's end the part one. Let's move on to part two, where we sure. can delve deep into Speedy Gun Savage. First question isn't a question, Rajat. It's a uh, it's a request. Mm-hmm. What is Speedy Gun Savage? Interesting question. So Speedy Gun Savage is uh, a cover and shoot game, which uh, you know um, largely got inspiration from the early days of how I and my brother used to play Wolfenstein 3D. You know, so we had a kind of, you know, our own created mode where we speed run mode kind of thing, you know, run, you know, uh, as fast as possible, kill as many as possible and uh, see, you know, uh, how, who reaches, you know, farther. So, um, so Speedy Gun Savage got inspiration from there and, but uh, it changed, you know, it changed a lot. Today it's a cover and shoot game, largely, you know, so again, another inspiration of mine comes here, which is Star Wars. So intergalactic, you know, and uh, where uh, you play a life of a wolf and go to different planets uh, because all planets look different. And uh, 
you meet different kind of uh, enemies and uh, since you are a bounty hunter intergalactic bounty hunter you go to different planets to collect your bounties by killing those big bosses so largely this is it you know this is what speedy gun savage is and this is uh, uh, in other words this is our attempt um, to take vr game to the world you know from india no, yeah, so, and I, I do get a little bit of subtle hint because there's humour riddled. Mm-hmm. We're in a <laughs> virtual green room, everyone. We talk about the dry sense right. of humour that right. is, is, is rife, certainly in India. I know that for certain. The, the easiest <laughs> icebreaker I've found is this cracker joke, and then it, it, it kind uh, of falls away. Uh, yeah, but there's absolutely. definitely a bit of serious Sam, a little bit. Going, oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, just, yeah. I'll never forget first playing that. Like, why are these things like, running at me, screaming, even though they've got no heads with bombs? I mean, what's uh, what, why is there so many of everything? Because basically, it was just Serious Sam was released just at the time when the computers could handle that kind of data. They could like, yeah, exactly. it's okay. We can yeah. we can have we can turn the entire level into a monster. It's fine, you know. Um, it's uh, it's insane, and and I do get yeah. that feeling when it's just. But the one thing you, you well, we're gonna talk about it now uh, because when playing Speedy Gun Savage, mm-hmm. I've found mm-hmm. that the player really needs to know where they are, right, in relation to everything else, right, especially, especially the things that are trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. How have you found communicating this to the player? What, what kind of things have you done to make sure that they are aware that they really need to pay special attention to where they are in space relative to everything else? All right. So that that's where the role of Ewan comes into picture, the robot, you know. Um, so he constantly drops hints, you know, sometimes. Uh, and that that's something what we are trying to improve also uh, because the game is in early access right now. And we know, uh, you know, uh, uh, at times hints are not so clear. Uh, but that that's the whole purpose of virtual reality, right? So the simple definition of VR is presence, right? You feel that you're there. You need to, you know, figure out some of the things in relation to time and space uh, and uh, but uh, in terms of strength and in terms of enemies, so what we thought was like, you know, uh, the, the role of robot come a little later. Uh, you know, initially we were like figuring out, you know, uh, and we, we also had the same question, just like you, you know, uh, you had uh, that, you know, how will the player know uh, about certain things, especially like snipers, right? You know, if we had to take on the snipers first, which is usually in most of the games, it's uh, it's advisable, especially if you play Borderland or all those you know games. You you take them out first because you know that one hit and you're done. Uh, but again, you know, uh, we wanted to probably communicate this, and that's that's where you want uh, you know uh, drops several hints throughout the game. Uh, sometimes it's randomized, but yeah, we are we are still working on trying to get them absolutely organized and very clear uh, to the player uh, so that they know uh, so yeah this is this is what you know and that, that that's the you know that took, actually that gave birth to you know uh, even you know the robot in this game that you know we need to tell the player where they are and what they are supposed to do here uh, in and in 
places like conflict place, conflicted situations like you know who to take on first and how to you know uh, take certain decision versus the other so yeah yeah it does um is also does it in a very sarcastic way uh, absolutely yeah. so uh, the way we actually pictured even was like kind of you know uh, you know a love hate relationship where he like the robot takes credit for everything you know <laughs> yeah you know uh, being done by wolf because wolf is kind of a lazy bastard so yeah, you know yeah. he's like a drunk card i don't know whether you played the first uh, build but in the first one we had the you know drunken effect in the game which right. was default there uh, yeah. but a lot of people complained that like, they literally felt drunk and they 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 were having a hard time in killing right. those enemies yeah. now we actually push that feature in the options if you like right. it so even says that once that you know if you like drunken effect you can go to the option and enable that and play that's going to be hilarious even more hilarious because yeah. then you'll really feel it as if you are drunk and this guy is constantly pulling your leg you know uh the robot you know and taking credit for this thing like oh you're not going to come back and then sometimes giving some bollywood dialogue you know once yeah. or twice in the game and that, that again is like cheeky we know that most of the people won't understand that you know that what is the origin what the hell is this guy speaking in hindi you know uh, but <laughs> yeah but, but that, that, that's just that's just like us you know yeah, we yeah. can't resist yeah. ourselves in like you know well you've been surrounded by this all your lives and you, and, you, and you have people playing the game who haven't been and it's right, like, well right. you know it's like well this is like it's that's it's that thing that reference and you know right. if you if you watch you know we're steeped in nerd culture you'll say right. a, a sentence or something you know yeah. you know right. I'm, I'm 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 altering the plan pray i don't alter it any further and like what is that? Like, what's the, <laughs> one of the greatest lines from Star Wars? Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, yeah. <laughs> and it's just uh, you're right. It's, it's it's lovely, and I do think there's definitely a bit of HK forty seven channeling. Um, that's, that's that's the robot from Knights of the Old Republic who referred to all all beings as meat bags. It's just hilarious, and it's just definitely I definitely get that vibe from. From, uh, right. from him, yeah, uh, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I am the creator of that. I'm so sorry about that. But, <laughs> it's fine. You know, it's fine. Uh, all, it's all, fine. all the dialogues I wrote. So, like yeah, I said, yeah. okay, let let me take a plunge at it. And, you if know, you'd gone right. a route where it was deadly serious, I think it wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think it would have worked. I don't think. Oh yeah, because it would be. It would have been too dry then. It's like, was this a tech demo? <laughs> Pretty much. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> Yeah. Movement. I want to talk about movement. Now, yeah. VR games do do with movement in a variety of different ways. Now, yeah. um, some people like myself have a very, I'm going to say this, are quite a strong constitution, so I don't actually get nauseous playing VR. I know a lot of mm -hmm. people do. Uh, mm -hmm. And I do love the tricks that people pull off to alleviate that. But, you know, I played Wipeout with all the things mm -hmm. that lifted off. Yeah. And it's like it's no. fine. I'm fine. Like, I can't, how are you doing this? I don't know. Just, I'm all right. <laughs> so it takes a lot for for my stomach to to kick in. But anyway, um, it's difficult for for video games or VR games specifically to to uh, replicate a sense of uh, a movement without you feeling like you're this floating sphere rather than a person yeah. on legs and stuff. Right. What have yeah. you done in Speedy Gun Savage? And I, I, just, I know you've done it successfully, but what have you done to give a sense that the the player is actually in the world as a 
biped <laughs> as a human person. <laughs> what have you given their sense to make sure that they do feel they've got a presence and a gravity in the world? Mm, a very, very interesting question. By the way, did you like it or not? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. It really was. You could amazing. survive it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 um, I, there's, there's, um, there's, there's a few games. I mean, I've been playing Doom Three on VR mm-hmm. at the moment, yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. they've done a really good job of of replicating mm-hmm. that. I used the yeah, aim yeah. controller for that. It's been really good. Mm-hmm. My only problem mm-hmm. with PSVR is uses like technology from fifteen years ago, and it's just not, <laughs> not, it's not great. It's not great. Yeah, it is not. Yeah, um, yeah, so I don't, that. you know, I mean, the fact that I've got to light my room with green, I'm not kidding. You have to, right. you have to, you have to make your room green in order for to pick up all the. Oh God! Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's still, it's so, still, you know. But anyway, I think it's great. But you carry on. Right. Okay. So uh, I'll give you my version of this. Mm. So, uh, so the Speedy Gun Savage. I don't know whether you know this fact or not, but uh, it had its earlier arcade version. You know, which is live in close to 143 arcades across the world and uh, and it's it has clogged over 10,000 hours already you know in uh, those arcades but it's very different but still uh, you know the and that's where we learned a lot from the user behavior you know what people were liking so that game was absolutely on rails like throughout you know, right, you're right. constantly, it's, it's like considered temple run or subway surfer with gun, right. you know, uh, you know, and uh, it was like that. But the arcade audience is very different, right? We all know, like, you know, they are well, they're not, drunk uh, normally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely. You know, especially Devin Busters and places like yeah. those, always drunk, you know, yeah. so. So yeah, so uh, we we kept on collecting data from our users, and uh, we thought like you know uh, having sort of a mix of where you know you decide uh, you know where to move and when to move, and then we take you to the next level and snap you to the cover. Yeah, you know uh, will work. So right now that's how. Uh, so uh, definitely one inspiration came from uh, Blood and Truth. You know, uh, the uh, PSVR game, Yeah. you know, yeah. where you, you, you choose the point, you know. And so uh, when our game was already, you know, we were working on different mechanics like self-movement system where you move just like any other, you know, uh, game. We just replaced that with the point thing, you know, where you decide on the point and then yeah, it takes you... Uh, uh, to the next point or next cover or whatever and snaps it to the cover because cover system is a major part of the gameplay. So that's how the whole thing happened. You know, that's... Uh, but right now, uh, to be very frank and, you know, uh, open at this moment in the during this early access, I'm, like, having a hard time because, uh, like, the audience is completely, I would say, completely split in 50-50. You know, uh, 50% people are hating it 50% people are liking it, you know, mm. loving it is probably a different uh, the thing, but they are liking it. So yeah. I'm like, you know, man, what to do, you know, Luna, yeah. when my game goes in full, this thing, you know, I'm like, so do I go with my gut feel and stay the way we are? And, or we, we listen to the rest of the 50% and give as an option where, you know, you move, but even if you move, 
the the level design is such that it's not going to change anything you know uh, it's just that probably you will be pressing one button that's about it you know you'll still be I going think that to... sense of agency that sense of like actually no i'm in control here i'm going to move forward when i i'm going to go to a place where i want to be not right. even even though you're right even though you're still going to do the exact same thing as if the game was just going to push you along anyway. You know, it's just that, yeah. that sense of, uh, like, control, uh, control like decision-making. Right. Like, you know, yes, I, I can enact my own free will over this, even though that doesn't really exist. You know, it's just like, yeah, I, I, I can really, I can do that. I can I can take, you know, I, I can determine my own destiny, even though you can't. And it's just, you mm-hmm. know, it's just... It, that's that's really it. It's the 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 many. I mean, you've been in this for a long, a long, long time. Yeah, you know yeah. that you just you create these tricks to give the impression that the, the absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's all you. You've you know. I mean, the ultimate. Yeah, you, you you're controlling your world kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. The ultimate. Uh, that that's why we went for the hybrid kind of model. Also, like you know, yeah. where you you know you can stay behind and then you press control whenever you have probably understood you know certain things about the guns, certain things about the enemies, their behaviors and all those kind of things. But uh, yeah, so so that that's how we created, you know, our locomotion largely where we gave the feeling, you know, that, you know, you are moving along largely because you click on the point to move forward and then we decide to snap you, you know. Uh, but one interesting thing, which is, again, you know, you're probably the first one to get to know that, that we are releasing two now we have added challenge mode in the game so other yeah. than the main this thing and uh, two of those challenges are already ready and going to be live like this month one of them is uh, the dual kind of thing where you pull out the gun and shoot at the other and we're gonna have the multiplayer feature also the same and the second one is the wave uh, where the waves are coming and there we are giving you absolute free movement and that's basically for us to again, you know, see how my users react to that, my yeah. players react yeah. to that. So that is my kind of, you know, laboratory uh, where I'm like experimenting. And uh, before I go live, I think I'll immediately, you know, have the data, you know, uh, for both the things where people are clicking on the point and moving, and at the same time freely moving while in the you know uh, uh you know wave system and uh, uh, the amount of time people spending the kind of decisions people are making i think those will be you know uh, kind of very interesting for me to you know decide again you know we got into vr pretty early and uh, that's one of the reason like you know so i was like the uh, backer of uh, oculus also when their kickstart you know a kickstarter campaign came out so i i funded them back in those days and uh, because i always believed in that tech and uh, what we figured out that the people are still figuring out you know so you know what works what doesn't work some of the things which are like you know uh, uh, people like again like what you talked about the you know magazine loading and all that in the gun 
Yeah. You know, uh, I, I am a big, big, I love that, you know, uh, when it happens. Just you know, that uh, feeling of like you are in this space, that head crab really is launching itself at your face. It really absolutely. is absolutely terrifying while you're trying to reload your gun, which is not really, <laughs> because for decades we said like, well, you know, it was just, you know, to, in order to reload a game, reload a gun. You just, right. you, just you, just right. hit R, you just hit R, right? Just Or, exactly. or X or exactly. whatever you, just yeah. like, here you go, yeah. reloaded. Whereas in Half-Life, you know, yeah. Alex, it's, yeah. uh, well, okay, get the magazine. Oh, no, eject the old <laughs> one. What? Just yep. eject, take it out, yeah. and then and let it fall to the <laughs> ground. The other one now. And yep. then get another one, slam it in, right. charge the gun, and then you can fire. Right. What? Right. Well, if you, if, you, if you ever used a gun, which I'm afraid I have actually used one, it's just like, that's exactly what it's like. It's really clunky. But anyway, yeah, 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 try exactly. doing that really, really fast or trying to someone to tear your face off. That's that's the right. challenge. That's the challenge. Right, right. So yeah, so that that that's the whole. Uh, exactly, you pretty much nailed it. And also, yeah, yeah few, few few things you do because they are fun. Few things you know because those are practical, you know. Yeah, and yeah. few things because you don't want to break the flow of the game. No. So currently, my game is like you know, you you uh, click on the point, you go forward, you choose no. the type of gun you want to, you know, if the enemies are closer, just use the shotgun, you know, you uh, farther off, little farther, you know, use the machine gun, you run out of bullet, pistol is always there, it's yeah. always it's infinite all... bullet, you know, yeah. and then the movement is uh, kind of you know, whatever it is at this moment. So, we're giving a hybrid version, which probably is like you know, I, I don't. Personally, I think it's pretty fine because it gives me sense of control, and at the same time, like I feel like I'm moving towards the next one. But still, uh, I'll, 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 you know, uh, I'll probably once I have the movement thing in my game, I'll, I'll compare and I'll see, you know, what works. Uh, it it follows very closely the Gears of War premise, and that you know, you think you think you exactly, you're, you know, it it follows very similar to that. People think they've got freedom of movement in reality. There's only one spot they really should yeah. be sitting at. I mean, that's just, there it is, this little wall, which really should not be there. Design, like, why would they put that yeah. wall there? Well, we, <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. So you're, you're actually speaking exactly what we were, uh, you know, talking talking about in our, uh, in our discussion room. Yeah. You know, uh, so we were like referring to all these things. You know, we were literally referring to Gears of War and all yeah. those, you know, while yeah. we were like designing. So, yeah, absolutely, you know, bang on. So we, you made a reference to the, the little subtle there, and I want to talk about the weapons now in Speedy Gun Savage. Um, mm -hmm. They're very situational in terms of yeah. their effectiveness. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, again, what are the things you've done there to, to help the player gain a relationship with the weapons and understand when they should be using them? Uh, what the, mm -hmm. you know, what, what's the best thing to do? And how have you found designing that? Right, so I'm 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 a self-acclaimed uh, weapon expert. Right, you know, uh, so I, I literally worked with every single weapon in the world. You know, and uh, you know, largely I would say, you know, uh, both uh, you know recreational ones and the serious war weapons also. You know, uh, so that that and at the same time, I've played shit lot of games in my life. You know, so but uh, you know. Uh, to answer your question again, uh, the only weapon which I had to explain largely in the game was the shotgun, you know, and 
again you know we need to probably uh, see but even definitely talks about you know that the that uh, shotguns are largely a burst weapon you know not the point weapon so if the enemies are close and you you find them uh, hard to kill with other things short, use shotgun that's one of the hint even gives but the other two guns like every single probably player who has been playing csgo or fortnite or you know whatever you know right from the you know age old game to the current game people yeah. know the difference between a machine gun and a pistol right so uh what what is the difference so i i well, probably well you say that unless they're playing halo at which point who knows <laughs> oh yeah because that pistol yeah. was lethal <laughs> lethal <laughs> i know i know yeah it was <laughs> yeah in some of the games again you know there's another uh it's like pretty lethal but yeah here it's it's not uh as lethal but uh shotgun is lethal you know uh but again you know enemies need to be really really close to you in order to make because it's a it's a burst fire right it it's a it it has it releases shells rather yeah. shells so uh, and unlike machine gun which is like basically point based so even says that even communicates that and uh, one of the thing great about gamers with what i've figured out over the period of time that they figure out you know they know you know and uh, initially they have little uh, like why the hell do i need to use this but they immediately understand you know uh, so like there's no way you can kill a sniper uh, with a shotgun because of the distance and because of the positioning of those things like again drones it's impossible to kill drones you know uh, you know uh, with a shotgun uh, unless you are on a zip line or something in the game but if you are not on zip line uh, then drones are always staying away from you the flying skulls are always staying away from you so the the enemies which will be closer to you can always be addressed with your shotgun the machine gun when they come in plenty it's easy you know uh, just open fire but again you need you have a little longer reload time and all that kind of thing for that you know the uh, this thing so we 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 do explain with even but uh, if it is not very clear we need to figure out a way but right now it's uh, we explain you know and uh, yeah in uh, one or two trials probably you know most of the people get to understand that you know like god of war like you know again uh, so many weapons so many things i can do so many you know uh, upgrades i can do uh, but as we progress through the game and all those things we keep figuring out you know what works what doesn't work what to use what not to use and i think again those are far deeper game you know the amount of time money everything spent on those and the uh, the journey right from the first god of war to now has been so long that we figured out over the period of time most of the stuff but i'm not comparing i'm just saying that yeah usually you know we we reach that level once we like again you know we need to make sure that people try on different weapons and uh, quickly figure out the difference you know so yeah yeah and, yeah. So, yeah but even yeah. definitely communi- communicates that especially especially about shotgun and yeah. Uh, yeah. taking out taking out snipers you know. i i liken it to a melee weapon because when they're up mm-hmm. close, you're just yeah. like, okay, well, that's a dumb thing to do because I've got these two <laughs> shotguns which are going to make your right. life very short. And uh, there you are. <laughs> so yeah. um, last question then. Mm-hmm. I know, all good things, but they do have to end eventually. Unless yep. I think it's been good anyway. Uh, Speedy Gun Savage, 
requires the player to be very active. That's and true. They've got to dodge around bullets into cover. You know, so and, many funny videos I have. Yeah, just <laughs> you've got to crouch down, and it's just like super hot in that regards. You know, you've got to be moving and dodging, and because if you don't, you're going to die. It's just that's it. It's just absolutely. It's, it's absolutely. Just, we've all. I say we've all. Many it's have played. Unforgiving. <laughs> when, when you fight your first uh, creature in Dark Souls, and like, why are they so hard? Because they, because <laughs> you let them yeah. hit you. Why did you do yeah. that? Well, it doesn't really yeah. matter. In other video games, this is not another video game. This is, this is, and you will never get better than this. By the way, this is it. This is all you've got. You know, and uh, just... you broke for me. Uh, it's. Uh... It is. It's. It's just. Uh, it's. It is brutal. But I just want to ask. You know, was this always the intention yeah. with Speedy Gun Savage to have players? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Right. One hundred percent. You know, I. I wanted people to feel like you know that they are there. They are doing all those kind of things. It should not be a very casual kind of you know uh, shooter where you just stand and do things. Because for me. The purpose of VR gets defeated there, you know, uh, because VR is again, you know, repeating the same thing. It's like presence. If you are there in that particular world, what you're gonna do? You know, you're gonna dodge. You're gonna, uh, you know, sneak out. When I'm in the cover, I sneak out. I take my gun out and shoot, and I then again stand and all that kind of thing. So, you know, there's so much, you know, uh, you'll be doing in that world and. What's the use of VR if you can't enforce or you know you can't inspire or encourage your player to do that? It's like Nintendo Wii, right? The success of Nintendo Wii was like people literally felt that they were again that was probably the most you know bought but not so well used console because people got tired and especially gamers are like kind of you know sometimes you know couch potatoes. Uh, so uh, we like to relax and play, but uh, my intention was definitely to put you in that world and uh, let you do everything what yeah. you'll be doing otherwise. So yes, that, that was definitely. I think for me, the pinnacle for it, when the mm-hmm. best way I describe this, the, when people ask me what's it like to play Speedy Gun mm-hmm. Savage, it says, "Well, mm-hmm. how many games do you know of? It's a handful that allow you to blind shoot." To actually right. be able to crouch behind a wall, raise your arm up, and then to spray and pray, and like maybe you Absolutely. get something. Absolutely right. And that yep. for me is the that really was the clincher for me is why I wanted to talk to you about this game. Was look, you've managed to make a game where I'm actually feeling like I'm actually being shot at, rather Absolutely. than, and that's that's really Thank it sounds you. sounds terrifying, but I'm not not to the point where I'm going to die like all the, but the actual <laughs> feeling, the actual sense of feeling, it's like. It's very yes. similar to how they managed in Elite Dangerous, bear with me. Right, of, of right, that, exactly. That sense of speed. The thing right. about Elite Dangerous does fantastically well is the sense of speed, even though sense at, of speed, at, yeah. at the time you are mm-hmm. just in a 2D screen. Now it's on VR, but at the time when it released, yeah, it's yeah. that sense of, I'm going to hit that. I'm really going really, really <laughs> fast. Like, yes, you're going to hit that. And with, right. with, with Speedy Gun Savage, it's just a sense of place. And if Absolutely. you notice the thread of the lot of the questions I've been asking you, it's really about mm-hmm. really focusing on where the player is and their relationship to the environment and what's taking them out and what they have to do to change that environment to make them safer. 
That's really right. it. And the fact that I'm reduced, I am reduced, Rajat. I'm reduced to the fact we're like, I have no idea. I'm gonna die. I've got like a sliver of health left. Maybe I have to spray and pray. That'll <laughs> that'll work. And it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. But it did. At least I can do it. The fact that I'm in the playing of the video game that allows right. me to do that because. Most of the time, you can always, you can never do that. You know, you can't, there's, there's no mechanic that allows you to blind shoot. You know, just blind shoot, of, exactly. It, it doesn't exist. Whereas you've made a game in Speedy Gun Savage that allows you to, to do right. that. It's, Thank you. It's, Thank it's, it's, you. A, it's a terrible thing to do. It's like, it's a last resort. <laughs> but I found like, yeah. four, I mean, what I've done is I've drawn, I've opened Play my. Absolutely, it might yeah. save me, you know, even one percent chances. So, yeah, that's again, you know, the sense of presence and the urgency that you know you, you're gonna do to whatever you know to survive, yeah, you know, yeah, so that was definitely you know there. And uh, so, yeah, spraying bullet is something what I keep doing all the time, and it's I just have, like, yeah, it's just like <laughs> so many funny videos of people who came to our studio to try out this game and yeah. they're like it, it, it looks like some fitness game it you does, know from yeah. the outside of it yeah, it's like, you know but no it really isn't yeah, ring fit so. i can assure you that but <laughs> and yeah. uh no it's just uh it's it's you've done a great job of that and that's that's why i kept on coming Thank back you. to it it kept on it, it was you know distracting me from other things that i all should be doing but uh mm -hmm. So Speedy Gun Savage, <laughs> which is developed by Gametronics. Great name for a company, by the way. Where, where did it come Thank from? Thank you. Was it, is it something that... Uh, is, how, where did it come from, the name? It's a great name. Okay, so you need to know the history of the company, which we never uh, talked about. So, right. so, so we were essentially, and we have always been a, you know, a game studio primarily. Right. Some of the things what we have worked on, which uh, some of the part of the world is not aware of we worked on resident evil we worked on battlefield we worked on final fantasy all these games for the theme parks basically and uh, even uh gears of war asura's wrath uh plant versus zombies so we took the licenses of these uh you know great triple a games we closely worked with capcom ea dice uh and uh, Microsoft and even uh, Ubisoft, Spencer uh, and all those kind of games. And uh, we we built a theme park in uh, Dubai, you know, which is called Hub Zero. And it's it's world's first video game theme park. And uh, so when the game, the studio was essentially just doing games and nothing else. The studio was called the Awesome Game Studio. Ta-da! The inspiration came from that game company, you know. In a way, like the awesome game studio, which studio, the awesome game studio, you know. <laughs> so uh, that's how it was. But when we got bigger and bigger in uh, the theme park industry, we worked on close to nine large scale theme parks across the world. Okay. And uh, we thought, like, just having the game focused name will not work because we were dealing a lot with electronics also and plugging in the games with electronics because you understand how theme parks are. Right, so you know, you you have a ride, you have other things, you have real kind of guns and all those things and stuff. And we had, we have our own robotics lab in the company now, uh, which works on all the electronic integration with the games and stuff. We, uh, so I invested in a company which owns 53 virtual reality arcades across the world also. 
and uh, so when all these things happened i thought like you know just having the game focus name will not help because we are a little bigger and larger than that so what i did was i plugged games and electronics together which became gamey chronics gamey chronics that's how yeah. the name came nice I mean, you know, I've had. I love asking that question of developers yeah. because it, <laughs> it's always like some of them are like, "Oh, it's just three a.m. We're running out of ideas, and we decided to put, you know, <laughs> the verb and noun." Mm. There you go. So, so, it's a yellow pig. Yeah, that worked. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there's a history behind Speedy Gun Savage name also. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, when I first prototyped this game and. Uh, you know so i was just thinking about like you know what next kind of thing you know yeah, uh, yeah. that time i was living in bay area and i was with my creative director troy daniway who's behind age of empire and all these games and stuff so uh, i i i showed uh, a little prototype what i did you know and i showed it to him and said amazing you know just give him a cowboy hat and you know this will this guy will you know give him some sort of steampunkian cowboy kind of look and it will be really a, an awesome game i said super cool and when i thought about it i thought about looney tunes and i thought about speedy gonzales song by pat boone yeah. you know yeah. uh, if you remember that song you know uh, speedy gonzales why don't yeah. you come home yeah. you know, very very popular looney tunes thing and yeah, the same yeah, yeah. kind of feel right the des- deserty feel that guy with the gun the guy who doesn't return back kind of thing always on move kind of thing and all that and a very cheeky song right so uh all that so i said like speedy guns always right so and yeah. uh, i just uh, twisted it to make it speedy guns savage you know yeah, yeah. if yeah. you if you may make it sound like it sounds like speedy guns always so yeah, also it does. right yeah, yeah. and speedy guns savage if and, I, have to, uh, I have to check myself going how yeah definitely call it speedy guns savage it, yeah and in know. fact the uh, if you go in the yeah absolute <laughs> yeah and if if you if you if you go to the metal uh, the sci-fi mission the second uh, planet you'll have that kind of you know uh, the metal tune which is playing has right. reference to uh, the original speedy guns always here and there <laughs> you, you 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 can just go and listen to that i actually spoke to spat boon also and he was super excited about uh, you know uh, giving me that song to be played inside this spaceship and all that that was the initial plan but then recording company came into picture and you know how awful it can get oh they just they're just awful they just don't yeah, yeah they it's just awful. Don't. They, and no, they just no. didn't go forward they, they just, they otherwise just in the spaceship always always that it's yeah. it's so it's yeah. so Yeah, the, the worst worst business possible probably the recording <laughs> this thing, you know, yeah. and dealing with them. Yeah, <laughs> it's it not just, worth it. Like you know, we're going to give you a new audience to your music. No, we want money. <laughs> yeah, okay. and not not just that, you know, no. the time time rights and all those kind of things, and then are removing every single reference once the you know the the you know time rights are over. You know, how is it even possible yeah, in no. this internet yeah. edge? You know, yeah. how can I clean up the internet? It's not going to be easy. You know? No, so, it's the Streisand so, effect, isn't it? It's yeah, weird. It's just, it's just, it's just too much. Yeah. So But yeah, that's what that's what it is. That the funny story behind this pretty gun savage name. Yeah, and, it's, it's nice. It's, it's like yeah, I wonder where it came from. You know, when as a person of a certain age, I do remember watching it on Saturday morning <laughs> in cartoons. But um, so yes. Speedy Gun Savage is out now in early access via Steam. Yeah. Uh, it works on uh, HTC Vive and Oculus Rift, and Oculus Quest 2 If you've got a link cable yeah. or a really, really 
really ridiculously strong Wi-Fi thing, which is I I do because I've got a mesh, which is nice. Um, <laughs> but uh, not for everyone. But I realise privileged position. But yeah, if you can get your wireless working with your with your Quest Two, it's yeah. it's amazing. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, but uh, Raja, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you very, I'll very do much. Likewise. Um, you're more than welcome to come back uh, to chat about your next thing. Sounds like you are going to be. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for it. Uh, such an early morning, you know, uh, podcast, and you know, and with full energy. That's amazing. You know? And. Uh, Thank you for covering uh, Speedy Gun Savage, Chemitronics, and you know, me. And uh, it, it has been amazing. It was hilarious. It was great. It was like a great start of Monday. No Excellent. more Monday blues, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to the Sausage Factory podcast, part of the Cane and Rinse Collective. Support us for just two US dollars per month at patreon.com forward slash Cane and Rinse for early, extended, and exclusive podcasts. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube and at our website, canonrinse.com.